Hello and welcome to the Missouri Beef Industry Council Report. With me is John Kleibecker, who is the Executive Director of MBIC. And we're going to be talking a little bit about research and research priorities for the Missouri Beef Industry Council. And John, uh, I understand that the board did did things a little differently this year in, in determining uh, what projects you're going to fund for, for research projects this year. That's right. In May, during our board meeting, we had a special research committee meeting in which we invited folks to come in from all across the state, all the major universities in Missouri that have a capacity for doing beef or agricultural research were invited to attend. We just asked those researchers what they thought our research priorities should be, essentially trying to learn from them what their specialty areas are and what kinds of things they'd like to be able to receive grants from us to do. What we learned was there are four areas in research in Missouri that we can really do a good job in. The first is researching beef tenderness. The second is beef safety, looking at things like E. coli, salmonella, listeria, and other types of pathogens that get into beef. The third is taking a look at pre-harvest considerations for beef tenderness or beef quality. And that means anything that you might do to or for a live animal that has a direct impact on carcass quality than later. And then the fourth thing, which was kind of a surprise and a little bit different than the typical research we fund, was taking a look at just what we're doing today, how to become more effective in using media to advertise and promote beef in the state. Then what, what was the next step? Well, we followed that up then with a request for proposal that was sent out again to all of those entities, and we just told them, all right, we've narrowed our focus. We know we want to concentrate on these four areas. Send us your best proposal in regard to that. And so we ended up with 12 proposals from 10 different researchers, all coming from the University of Missouri, and we were really thrilled with the response that we got. The fun part and challenging part then was that we invited them all to come and give us a presentation so they shared their thoughts and ideas and what they'd like to accomplish and how much money that they were going to need from us to do that. And the board narrowed those 12 uh, presentations down to two that they chose to fund this year. And uh, believe me, it was a taxing day for the board members and for our staff because all of the proposals were very good. We had to just decide which one seemed to really fit the bill best at this point in time and also what fit into our budget, of course. Okay, well, let's talk about the two that, that you did decide to fund. We chose two, and the first one has to do with looking at glycerol as a diet component for beef cattle production. And glycerol is a byproduct of the biodiesel process. When when you create biodiesel, essentially there's the, the biodiesel fuel that's there. Uh, from the original soybean, you still have soybean meal, soybean hulls. Uh, that, those are pre-components, I guess you could say. And then the, the smallest by volume is glycerol as a co-product. Glycerol is, is kind of a... Uh, a sugary alcohol, I guess you could say, well, all alcohols are somewhat sugary, but um, very much an energy component for the diet. And what we're hoping to find out is whether feeding glycerol, especially along with distiller's grains from the ethanol production process that are uh, typically very low in energy, can be a complement and possibly end up with uh, something that would be very similar to feeding whole corn, but yet making it from two co-products of renewable fuel production as opposed to obviously feeding the basic component of corn. Dr. Monty Curley at the University of Missouri is the one that proposed that program and so we're very excited about the potential for it especially regarding uh, the fact that Missouri is going to be the second largest biodiesel producer in the nation in the very near future. 
The second thing, and very timely, is taking a look at a much faster detection method for salmonella and E. coli in ground beef product. Dr. Aslan Mustafa is the one that proposed this program to us, and it's using quantum dot analysis. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole detail there because Dr. Mustafa can explain it much better and much more eloquently than I can. Utilizing the, the quantum dot technology will allow the process for evaluating E. coli and salmonella presence in ground beef to go much, much more quickly than any technology that we've currently got. That's what we believe we're going to discover from this research. Uh, the other thing that's very exciting about it is it looks like there will be a potential, of course, for achieving some, some patent rights and so forth from it that could end up enhancing our checkoff resources so that we can do more research in this area. And with the exposure that we've had to E. coli in the last 12 months from spinach all the way, unfortunately, to some ground beef product, we think this is a very, very pertinent area of research for us. And thank goodness uh, Missouri has been a leader in this realm, and it looks like with the kinds of research opportunities we've got that that can continue. All right. Well, really good. Well, it's important for our producers to know uh, how their checkoff dollars are being spent on research projects here in the state. And with the Missouri Beef Industry Council report, I'm Cindy Zimmerman.